the subject of the cycle of life, time and season. And we come to understand that time and seasons affects everybody's life. Amen. And we are here for such a time as this. God didn't make no mistake of calling us in at such a time as this. Amen. So we going still kind of move around in Ecclesiastic chapter 3 which would take us further into other scriptures as we go forth. Don't know whether we'll be ever able to finish this, but we'll give it a stab. Amen. So the subject we'll be on tonight is go to the chapter I think we didn't get very far. I think we were still on the subject of a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. Am I correct? Did we get that far? A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which was planted. A time to pluck up that which is planted means it is harvest time. I think I heard that word in the conversation today that it is harvest time. You had your growing seasons. If you allow weeds and tear to take over your good crops, you will suffer a great loss. You will have more wrong in life that it will overshadow that which is right. Your righteous crops sold to God is your responsibility to keep the weeds from taking over it. What weeds? The weeds that you just come out of. Your, 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 your past flesh that God pulled us out of the pit from. One day your life would be plucked up and the value of your life would be determined by the crops you grow. Amen. What you plant is what your harvest is going to be. What you plant is what's going to be plucked up. You're not going to sow unrighteousness and then go to somebody else's garden and pull up their righteousness. It don't work like that. Amen. Everybody going to have to eat from their own garden. Everybody going to have to live from their own crops. Amen. 
if you would, hmm, go when you look at a time to plan, you got a season to sow seeds. Oh. And expect a harvest in due time. So guess what? You only have a season to sow righteousness. Amen? Before harvest time comes. And guess what? Your harvest is going to have to speak for you when it stands before God. You must cultivate your heart that is to allow to be, and that is uh, cultivate your heart that is allowing uh, weeds, come on now, or uh, idle time to grow in this season. So what you allow in your heart is what you're going to live by. Am I right? Go to Hosea chapter 10. The Old Testament. Hosea 10 verses 11 through 12. I uh, mean 12 through 13, brother. Are we there? And the scripture says, Sow to yourself in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. So if it's time, that means we don't have any time to lose. Is it time that means immediately. It is time right now, not later, for you to break up your fallow ground. For it's time to seek the Lord until he come and reign. Oh, you need the reign of God. You need the reign of God, which is God's anointing, which is God's spirit. You need God to rain down on you. Amen. So, and then he says, Ye have plowed wickedness, you have reaped iniquity. Now, see, this tells us right there that what kind of crops will grow. If you plow your garden in wickedness, you're going to reap iniquity. Ye have eaten the fruits of lies. Because thou didst trust in thy way and in the multitude of thy mighty men. You trust in your own self. You trust in your way. You reap what you sow. If you sow the righteousness, you will reap the grace of God. So break up the uncultivated, unused ground of your heart 
For it is time like no other time to seek God. We are in a time now that we need to go on a search for the Lord like nobody's business. And guess when that search is supposed to happen? Every day. It needs to happen every day because guess what? Every day that we enter into on another day, it brings about another problem. Huh? It brings about another level of stress. It brings about another level of issues. And you don't know what those issues are going to be until you wake up the next day. <coughs> you need God to rain down on you that your heart will be fruitful toward him. Oh, we just want God. We're just looking for God to rain down stuff. But we need, we need righteousness more than we need stuff. Stuff is fading away. We going to have to live off the righteousness of God. Amen. So we need God to rain down on us. You know, have you noticed when rain, you can take uh, tap water and put on your plants and put in your garden. They don't flourish as much as they do when the rain comes from heaven. When the rain comes from heaven, man, it makes them they just like they just jump up. When it hits your flower bed, it just like all of a sudden all your flowers, they just come alive. As long as you use and tap water, they just show themselves existing. I'm just existing. I'm just here. I'm just trying to make it. I'm trying to, uh, I, I'm trying to blossom. But when that rain water hit it, Lord have mercy. They don't try no more. They blossom. They come alive real quick. Amen. So we need God to rain down on us. What we need God to rain on? We need God to rain down his spirit of righteousness on us so that we can come alive. So we can feel like worshiping him. So we can feel like praising him. So we can feel like doing the work of the Lord in the kingdom of God. Amen. That we can push and go another mile of the way. Because every day from this point on, it gets a little bit harder on a daily basis. If you keep plowing up wickedness, you will keep reaping iniquity. And you will keep eating the fruits of lies. Because you keep walking in your own way. Amen. So it's time to plant the seed of righteousness. Go to Jeremiah chapter 4. Don't know. you experiencing it but even down to your prayer life it seems like you be under a, a fleshly attack that you can't pray like you want to pray huh you can't find the, the, the time to really just 
sit down and focus on trying to get in touch with God because you are in a battle. You finding it hard to pray because your mind, you praying but your mind is somewhere else. Your mind is on your issues. Your mind is what you thinking about, what you got to face the next day. Your mind is constantly on issues why we cannot really effectively get in touch with God. Hmm. Because see, when we get effectively in touch with God, God has a word to say back to you that would help you along the way. But because we're in a struggle, and we're in a time and a season that the struggle is getting worse. That's why you have to fight the good fight of faith. That's why you got to get in this battle. You got to get in this struggle and you got to fight back. You got to show God that you got some fight left in you. Amen. He didn't say it was going to be easy. Amen. But you got to press. Come on now. What are you going to do if you give up? Where are you going? Who are you going to turn to? Huh? What's your resource, resources if you give up? Huh? That's right. So you ain't got no, you, you, you ain't at a time where you can afford to give up. You, you can't give up and go back for a season where you are because guess what? Now your season with God, you might not get back there. Come on now. Doors are shutting quickly. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 4 Verses 3 and 4. Before I get into that. And the enemy is training us more to be lazy. When we are at the, we are at the closing of this century, we are at the closing of time, we are at the closing of our season, and the enemy has made us even be more lazier in the kingdom of God than we ever have been before in our life. Amen. I remember the time that getting to the house of God. Huh? When you get there, you can hear them from the outside praising God. You can hear them from the outside and you're in a rush to get in there because you don't want to miss out on nothing. But now the enemy got us to the point that we don't care what we miss. You know why? Because guess what? We're, seeing, we're hearing less noise in the house of God. The enemy is shutting us down right in the house of God. The houses of God now are sounding like ghost houses. And I ain't talking about Holy Ghost houses either. Amen. Saints can't muster up a prayer. Saints can't muster up a praise. 
Amen. The third verse of Jeremiah chapter 4 says, To the men of Judah and Jerusalem, Break up your fallow ground, sow not among thorns, circumcise yourself to the Lord, and take away the foreskin of your heart, ye men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, lest my fury come forth like fire, and burn that none can quench it, because of the evil of your doing. What you said, Lord? Huh? God said, break up the hardness of the unused ground of your heart. For he requires all of you. Yet you keep sowing among thorns. The thorns is the world and your own flesh. God said, circumcise the foreskin of your heart because it's still holding iniquity and sin behind the scenes. Uncover and, 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 be, and you need to uncover and it's behind closed doors. If you don't be there coming a time that my anger will lash out like a fire. Burning so hot that no one can quench it. Because of how evil your actions are. Now, somebody think that this God that we serve is so merciful and so loving that he ain't going to get mad at us. Huh? Somebody trying to make a fool out of you. Amen. Because the God that we serve requires us to do according to his word if we belong to him come on somebody so you it's up to you to cultivate your own heart you know i realize you know that we expect for god to just come and do everything we expect for god to come and just snatch stuff out of our hands we expect God to just come in with, without us uh, putting forth any kind of effort to just take stuff away from us. Don't happen like that. I was at a service station and getting ready to pay for my gas, and this man, this, 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 this Caucasian was in front of me, and he looked to be well older than I was, and he was talking to the uh, service station attendant and he was telling him that he was trying to quit smoking. After he had just beat cancer in the lung, I said, I, 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 I couldn't quite, I, I, I tried to be quiet. I said, and you trying? You trying to quit smoking? You know, he said, I done tried everything, the patch and he, I guess the vapor. He said, I'm trying. I said, man, 
Until you cold turkey, you ain't trying. I said, you done beat cancer, and you still letting it got a, a hold on you? I said, you got a cold turkey, that thing, man. I'm trying. I, I, I know what he said. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm just saying to myself, be like hey, I'm going to die like a fool, die. Amen. There's some things that we have to do that God is not going to do for us. You got to do it. You and I can lay it on weakness all that we want to. If you're weak in that area, it's time for you to call on God for strength. But God ain't, you'll call on God to, to make you quit. You got to call on God for some strength to quit. Come on, somebody. Am I making sense? So watch what you call on God for and then expecting for him to do it. He'll give you the tools. He'll give you the ability. But to put the ability in action is left up to you. And the problem is we are running out of time to get it done. Huh? We've been procrastinating in the kingdom too long. It's time for us to run and run in a hurry. Come on, somebody. If you don't, the storm is going to catch you. Amen. And you going to be left without covering. You've been in the storm and ain't got nothing to cover you. Boy, you get drenched, don't you? No protection at all. Just trying to run for cover. That's what the world is going to be doing when God get ready to come with his wrath. They're going to be trying to run for cover. That time is up on us, whether we know it or not. You can look at the statistics of, uh, 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 of, this, of this world and the United States and Arkansas and Little Rock and surrounding cities, and you can tell that that time is up on us and it's coming in a hurry. Folks killing folks just to kill. But guess what? It is your job. He said, now, 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 now listen what he said. He said, you remove the foreskin of your heart. Don't be looking for God to circumcise your heart. You got to circumcise. Amen. You depending on God to do too much what he left in your hand with power. He said, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. What? Power to get the job done. Amen. No. Hypothetically, what is the Holy Ghost going to tell God when he said, Lord, I was with them, but they were just too lazy to do anything. I was there, but they didn't want to work. I was there, but they didn't want to drop it. Hmm. He either going to be a testimony for you or a witness against you. You think it's going to be somebody else? It ain't going to be nobody. If you got the Holy Ghost, everything is going down on record. 
He's going to either be a testimony for you or he's going to be a witness against you. Hmm. Learn from a tiller of soil. He plow in the summer to kill the roots of the grass. So it shall not grow thorns at the time of sowing. We too much improve our deeds before the evil befalls us so that your prayer should not be rejected when you call on God. Wow, you mean to tell me that we probably got too much or too many weeds in our soil that God can't hear our call? Because we haven't broke up the fallow ground. We're not sowing under righteousness, so then guess what? If we're not sowing under righteousness, God is not obligated to hear our call. Come on now. So we got to understand that God is not just answering calls to answer calls. You, 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 you probably need to call 311 or 911. Huh? But God is answering the call of them that sow unto righteousness. Hmm. Come on now. If you hearing some call, it might not be God. Huh? <laughs> Other spirits is answering calls too. Huh? If you a hellion, don't you think that's God answering your call? Because it's not God. Amen. Come on now. Unless a sinner becomes a worshiper. And in order for him to become a worshiper, he got to drop it like it's hot. Like it's too hot to hold. Amen. Well, go to Proverbs chapter 10. Verses 4 and 5. Wait, just go up and start at 3. Because we need, we need God's perspective. Verse 3 says, The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous famish, but he casteth away the... He do what? He cast away the substance of the wicked. Hmm. So guess what? If you're, if the, if, if the Lord don't see your soul in righteousness, the prayer that you sent up in wickedness, he just throws it away. You don't hold on to it. You know why? Because God don't hold on to junk. 
Come on, somebody. Verse 4 says, He become poor that dealt with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent. Wait a minute. You ain't got, you don't got nothing. You ain't getting nothing from God because you got slack in your hand. Your hands ain't doing nothing. Wow. You ain't putting your hand to the plow. You have no work in the kingdom to justify God doing something for you. Hmm. But the hands of the diligent make it rich. You won't go without. God will see to that. Huh? God will back you up. Good God Almighty. But don't be expecting God to back you up when you're doing nothing. Doing nothing for him. I ain't talking about doing for yourself. I'm talking about if you ain't doing nothing in the kingdom, don't you be expecting God to back you up. That's why you always keep robbing Peter to pay Paul. That's why you always be sometimes like me, Lamont, and put my money in my pocket and if I got, forgot I had a hole in it. Until I hear it jingling down in the bottom of my pants leg. Huh? He said, when you put your money in a bag, it'll have a hole in it. Then when you pull it out, he said, I'll pull on it. And you wonder why you can't keep a dime. Is it because God blowing on it? Hmm. Think about that. Verse 5 says, He that gathered in the summer is a wow. You mean to tell me that everything that you got coming in shouldn't be going out? Hmm. You should have something gathered up? Hmm. He that gather in the summer is a wise man, but he that sleepeth in the harvest is a son that comes. Oh, God needs you to do some work. Every time God turns around, you hitting the snoop button. Lord, can I get five more minutes? Can I do it tomorrow, God? Is it really, do, I, do it have to be done today? Stay on the snooze button. When your eternal stay is at stake. Stay. We don't look at this thing like we should. Our eternal stay is at stake. While we work lazy for God. While we sleep. During harvest time. Oh, it's harvest time. That was a scripture Jesus told me, look out at the field. It's harvest time. The harvest is plenty, 
but the labors are few. Wow. Sound like the labors were sleeping during harvest time. Timing is an essence to what you're going to do for God. When you're going to do something for God, you got to move in the season that God gives you to get it done. Because if you don't, you'll be just like the one that had the one talent when God came back. And he took it and he gave it to somebody else. But he didn't just take it and gave it to somebody else. He sent you to hell. He sent you to outer darkness because you failed to work for him in your season that he gave you. Season and time is everything in the kingdom, y'all. God did not bring us to such a time as this for us to sit and twiddle our thumbs and wait on the clock to pass by. Because guess what? Every time the clock passes by, you're running out of time. Amen. That only that don't just go for pew members, that go for preachers too. You running out of time. Amen. Make your ministry assure before it's too late. I, you know what? I would hate for for for, for us for us ministers. I would hate for us ministers have to wait till we get to hell to preach. You didn't do it when you was on earth. You got to do it somewhere. You ain't going to do it in heaven. Ain't but one left place left for you to do it at. It is in hell. Come on now. If you got a calling from God, you better treat that calling like it's the most precious thing in your life. Because guess what? Your life depends on it. Uh, 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 uh. That wasn't in my notes, but I, that, that, that came up. So it came up and it came out. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and read the sixth verse. It says, what do it say? Blessed are upon the head of the just, but violence cover the mouth of the wicked. Mm. Wow. Is your head going to be blessed? Huh? Your head blessed. It got to be your mind. Huh? Come on, somebody. God going to bless your mind? Come on now. God going to give you a blessing of the head? Because guess what? Where the head goes, the body shall follow. So guess what? 
if your if the if, if, if but if violence covers the mouth of the wicked, guess what? Everything about you is wicked. Not just one part. Come on now. Your mouth speaks for you. Ooh. Your mouth will tell what page you are on. And also who you belong. Come on now. Remember that. A man becomes poor who works with a slack and idle hand and it brings poverty. Wanting something for nothing. Ain't that the way this world focuses now? Everybody wants something for nothing. Amen. Watch how you depend on the world system, you may bankrupt your relationship with God for selling for less. But the hands of the diligent makes rich with the father. Labor in the vineyard and God said he will pay what is right. A sensible person gathers in the summer Preparing for the fall. But a lazy person sleep during harvest time and become an embarrassment. Man don't work, man don't eat. It's one thing, you know, it's bad when it seems like the ant got more sense than we got. He's just a little bitty fella. Huh? All summer long he gather up. Cause he know he ain't gonna be out there in the cold. Gathering up because harvest is going to be over. He's gathering up now in the summer, so it's going to take him all through the winter. Amen. You better start storing up you some prayers now in your summer season, in your sowing season, so when it get too cold that you cannot make it, and you get to the point that you can't get to the house of God, you get to the point that the house of God is shut down, you got some prayer stored up for you during a season of time that trouble comes. Hmm. A trouble coming. We would labor here. The ant would labor winter as being a trouble season for him. Your trouble season is going to come too. Do you have some timber stored up? Uh, or you done spent all of your summer good time well, and had nothing stored up to God. Come on now. If you see a colony of ants, you don't see none of them getting out of line. They keep, they working. They work. You don't see now one of them take a break. Huh? But y'all take a break from the house of God anytime. <laughs> they don't break until the job is done. Y'all want to break. 
months, there will be harvest. Open up your eyes and you see the field. He's talking about the people. They are ready, ripe for harvest. Somebody still want to be saved. Somebody still looking for a word from the Lord. Somebody still want to hear the truth. Too much lies have been sown and they haven't deciphered through all the stuff that they're hearing. But guess what? When the truth comes forth, God would make sure that the truth is heard. Truth got to get out. Amen. The truth of God's word has got to go forth before the end comes. And guess what? There will be no lie to hide it. Because the truth is powerful. The word of God is powerful and quick and sharper than any two-edged sword. So guess what? The truth can cut through lies. You just got to be the one that's swinging the sword. Huh? You trying to put your sword down and pick up a toothpick. Pick your teeth because you're ready to eat. Come on, somebody. You ready to compromise. Can't compromise the truth. Don't care if it do cause you to lose but in your friends. Truth cannot be compromised. Come on, somebody. Amen. So, the one who labels receive wages. Have you ever been on a job and somebody just come in and sit down, get the same paycheck you get? He's supposed to be working on the side of you. The first thing you're going to holler the devil in the lie. Huh? You're going to be expecting for that person to labor just like you labor. God is saying you got to labor. If you, gonna, if you don't labor, you don't get no wages. Come on, somebody. Amen. Yeah. That'll remind me one of those lazy employees that I had. I'm out of act the Congress. You got to get rid of him. Boy, the Congress went to work. Because that Niger got fired. Huh? Amen. Then had a nerd to call my house, tell me, if I lose my job because of you, you ain't heard the last of it. I said, are you threatening me? You heard what I said? And they thing you know, uh, uh,
my line, baby. Next thing you know, he was gone. He was he 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 exit he exit the post office and exit life too. Come on now. Amen. God, we're at a time in Caesar that God is ain't got time to play. God ain't got time for procrastinating. The kingdom has got to move. Come on now. The Gentile dispensation is coming to a close. And the Gentile dispensation is coming to a close and we still dragging our feet. Like we got all day. Like God ain't going to turn back to the nation of Israel. Keep dragging your feet. And the kingdom is going to leave you behind. Because if you ain't got your work done when he turned back to the nation of Israel, your day is sealed. Come on now. Better run like the world on fire. Amen. Okay, we're gonna let's get back to the scripture. 39 verse says, and many of the Samaritans of the city believed on him for the which testified that he told me all that I... Oh! So that means to tell me if your mouth is sealed, you ain't doing the kingdom work. Wow. This woman went and told the city. She didn't go to her auntie, her auntie, her cousin on her daddy's side. She went to the city. And all them that was in the city that heard this woman testify about Jesus Christ that told her everything that she ever did. Hmm. Wow. She didn't go through details, but she went through enough to let them know that this man is the man. Yeah. Huh? Every crooked road that I went down, he told me about it. Every husband that I had that wasn't out of mine, he told me about them too. Huh? She, <laughs> she might have told him that. And every time I was with one of y'all, he told me about that too. He told me everything. Wow. Is not this the Christ? You know, the most of the time, we just want to tell of the good stuff. The good stuff. And so how can the, uh, the world that's in sin and, 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 and uh, going through trials, how can they hear the complete story of salvation? If you could just talk about the good stuff. We have to tell what the Lord did for out. us and brought us out. Mm -hmm. and, and, and right, 
Because we keep a separation like we're on a higher plane or we act like we're on a higher plane than they are. Yeah. Yeah. And they begin to say, well, you know, you ain't, you didn't have to go through nothing. I see why you there, because you didn't have to go through nothing. Oh, no, that's the stuff that you hear. Uh-huh. So then they can't see how you went through so that they can motivate them that if they can go through, I can too. Because they've been in the same place I've been. But see, all you do is give them the good stuff. So they don't know how to clam out of they low the bar. Because you act like you ain't never been in low the bar. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Come on now. You act like you ain't never had a pit day. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. God picked you up out of the good crops. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Yeah. Also, uh, God sent folks to us that were just was in the stuff that we was in. Absolutely. And and that's why we miss out on the witness. We too busy jumping and shouting and hollering. Uh, I'm so clean. I'm so this. And 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 rather than telling them, hey, I was in the same boat you was in. And matter of fact, I probably did worse than probably you. Probably did deeper than you are. Amen. Because you have to qualify for it to be a sinner Absolutely. in order to be a saint. Absolutely. You've got to be a sinner first. Absolutely. So, you know, and so and that's why a lot of times we can't do the work of God because we want to leave too much out and make it look like God just dust us off. Yep. Like we was, we could king clean when God found us. Draws were just as dirty as they wanted to be. Amen. 40th verse says, So when the Samaritan was coming unto him, they besought him that he would tarry with them, and he abided there two days, and many more believed because of his own words, and said unto the woman, Now we believe, not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that his the Savior, now look at this thing here now. But the woman initiated him to come to Christ. You got to initiate somebody to come to the house of God. And then it left up to the preacher after that. You don't get them to the house of God then sit back there and try to preach to them. You let them hear the word of the Lord. And, and and that's and that is so true. And see, but the thing about it is, and this is where we were taught some years ago. Pastors don't get beget sheep. Sheep beget sheep. sheep beget sheep. And so a whole lot of folks uh, are going to miss out on 
their opportunity to help somebody be saved because they want the pastor to do it all. Yep. And it, it, it can't happen like that. And it won't happen like it that. It won't happen like that. Sheep beget sheep. And the pastor trained the sheep. Amen. But we get them here, then we want to be their pastor too. Come on now. When you get them here, it's time you shut your mouth. Amen. It is a time to speak. And it's a time to be quiet. And that's a problem that we're having. If we don't know when to shut up. It's hard to talk and hear at the same time. Oh, maybe that's why we've been missing God on our prayers. God, God, God trying to talk. You're supposed to be listening. And you're trying to act like God. And can't hear God because you're busy talking. Oh, well, God ain't going to try to always talk. Knocking on his door. 
When is you going to give God a meaningful, heartfelt prayer to let God know that you are sincere about what you're asking him? Mm. We give God these old robots prayers. These robotic prayers that we don't practice all of. his increase by running your mouth. Go to Matthew 9 verses 35. Yes sir. You can go ahead and make it. Go help yourself preacher. Vain babbling actually in the Greek it means fruitless discussion. You know, you got a whole lot of folks that come up and just talking, and and it's not uh, kind of like genealogy and history and all this. It's fruitless, and, and when they should be ready to get saved, they're ready to do the will of God. They want to talk about their opinion about it. But Pastor, they do a lot of that in their prayer. You know, <laughs> they do fruitless discussion with God in their prayer. Talk about nothing. Try to, try to be deep with God. 